Before we start this week's episode of Just Saying, we'd like to introduce you to our Riveter. What began as two military spouses armed with a big idea, a sewing machine, and a canvas has grown into a bold movement that provides portable careers to military spouses. To learn more and shop these handcrafted bags, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I am your host. In this episode, I'm going to tackle a touchy subject, which is how do you express a feeling? If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. Welcome. If you've been here before, super happy that you're coming back. Keep on spreading the word. We are entering into our sixth season. And as you may know, I've written a book called Brief. Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And the point here is to help you become a clear and concise communicator, to cut through the clutter, to lower the noise. And that's the point. And I'm really, really feeling a bit nervous, actually, doing this episode. And you may be wondering why. Well, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a therapist, and this isn't meant to be that kind of podcast. But when we're talking about how to communicate clearly, the question's going to come our way from time to time. How are you feeling? Or how are you doing? Or how's it going? Now, when any of these questions come our way, the easiest, some would say briefest, way of answering that is fine. And I'm not saying you can't say fine or good. That isn't a perfectly fair way of deflecting um, the question and like, I don't want to talk about it. How was your weekend? It was fine. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. And whether that's true or not, it may be true that you're fine. And if you're fine, that's fine. (laughs) And if you're not, well, and you don't want to talk about it, that's okay too. But I'm getting into some territory that's not really my bailiwick, but it is a question I think all of us just have to tackle. And recently... Um, I was um, the beneficiary of seeing a pastor give a really, really short explanation about how to express an emotion that I really caught me off guard because it was just so clear and it was just so impactful. And the reason I wanted to record this podcast was because how we express that emotion briefly can be super powerful, can often these short statements, these little headlines we talk about, can start longer, better, clarifying conversations. So this is basically what I heard him say. He said, when somebody asks you, how are you feeling? The best way to answer the question is in a very brief response. I feel threatened. I feel angry. I feel joyful. I feel whatever you're feeling. And then you stop talking. Now, when he said that, it kind of coughed me hard guard because I've talked about that in the book, brief. We talk about that a lot in our classes, but he just said it so cleanly. You just stop talking. And then the person that you're talking to would respond. With what question? No, I tested this out with somebody and um, I was actually, it was my son. And it was funny because he, 
I don't think he really got what I was, what I was trying to do because he was kind of hidden, a little hidden experiment. And he said something like, oh, that's nice or whatever. But if a person were to say, I feel threatened and then stops talking, naturally the question would be, well, why? Why do you feel that way? Now, what he continued on when he was talking was about how people take it too far and they say, I feel threatened because, and then they blame somebody for it because you did this, you did that or whatever. Or they, they say too much. But his recommendation was say it and then stop talking and then see if the person responds. So that's what I wanted to talk about. It inspired me to do this podcast. I More and more, when I lead courses, and I can't speak for all of our instructors at the Brief Lab, but more and more, I ask this question after we do certain exercises, practical exercises. How did that feel? Now, when I first started asking that question, it's a little touchy-feely. So people are like, what do you mean how I feel? And I, as many of you know, I teach people in the military and special operations. So that's a question that you're probably not expecting anybody to ask them, which is how do you feel? How did, or how did that feel? But more and more, I'm getting more comfortable. So I'm feeling comfortable asking that tough question and getting people to think about it. And what I wanted to do today was to, to propose to you to start thinking about how you can answer that question, which is coming your way, and not just feeling. I can think of how are you doing and, or how is it going, but the questions that often come our way, people ask us, and there could be an opportunity for us to answer that question in a better way. Now, if we want to say fine or good because we don't want to talk anymore, that's like I said earlier, that's fine. You can do that. I'm inviting you to start thinking about moments where you could really put some thought into the question so that when it came your way, you can give a more concise, a brief answer that's short and to the point you stop talking that might get a person to ask you why. So I'm just going to give you some examples, just ones that kind of come to mind. Now, before I do that, going back to what this pastor had shared, and I just thought, I thought it was interesting, very enlightening, and he's not, he's not a psychologist, he's not a therapist, but he was just sharing this. In its simplicity, it just caught me off guard, and I'm like, I need to do a podcast on this. Well, he went on to say, specifically about emotions, that there's the neutrality of emotions. He's like, they're neither good nor bad. They just are. So we choose the emotions that we have, he went on to say, and what we do with them could be good or bad. But he just, and the example that he gave is like the, the feeling of anger. I'm angry. He said, well, there's been many incredible movements in society that have been inspired by the emotion of anger. Specifically, he cited mothers against drunk driving. Well, they were very, very angry that this happened to their children. And they were motivated to start that organization, which has done a lot of good. And I think that we can think of many incredible movements that were started by anger or other things that were inspired by joy or surprise or whatever that emotion is. He says that they're just neutral. Okay. So what I want, it, what I want you to think about right now is before you can answer that question, you need quiet time to reflect on, on how you are doing or how you are feeling. And I recall leading a class a few years ago, and we gave, and more and more we're doing this in our class after the book Noise came out, introducing quiet time as a method to prepare. And we've done this in podcasts. We've talked about this. Something that I highly recommend is you schedule every day some quiet time. And while you're, you, you have this quiet time to yourself, um, in this class, this one student said, and I'll never forget, he's like, I am in pain. He's like, I'm in pain. 
He's like, I just completely ignored it because I was running around doing what I was doing. But when you actually stopped and asked and gave me some quiet, I actually started to think about it. And he felt accused of physical pain. He was just ignoring it. So it was kind of a very enlightening, eye-opening for me to see that, that he just ignored it and never thought about it. So I would suggest that you schedule some quiet time and you ask yourself, well, how, are, how, how am I doing? Or how is it going? Or how am I feeling? And think about it. And maybe not be too quick to answer it, but think about it. And give yourself that quiet because... It's this honest conversation we're having with ourselves that if somebody's asking me and I really want to give an honest answer, that I could really think about it first and then come up with an answer. So I'm not just kind of quick to say, you know, I'm great or I'm terrible, but I haven't really thought about it. Okay, so I, I would highly recommend that quiet time. Now, here's some examples. And I'm just going to use these three questions, but they can be, I suppose, more. How, how do you feel? How are you doing? Or how is it going? Okay. Now, you can just say, well, how do I feel? I feel fine. Um, I would like to recommend that there's a simple tool, and it's called an emotion wheel. And if you found, if you know this before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, just Google it. Just Google emotion wheel, and you'll see this whole thing of emotions. I'm, I'll share some of them with you in a second. When this was first shared with me, I, I thought it was kind of cool. So if, I'm just going to give you some, some random samples, but they, they kind of go from like what you think positive or negative, but it was like, Mad, scared, joyful, powerful, um, sad, peaceful. So as you go through it, like, well, I feel irritated. I feel discouraged. I feel insignificant. I feel daring. I feel amused. I feel playful, optimistic. Um, I feel stupid. I feel isolated, sleepy, distant, frustrated. So there's some words that are already out there. So you can play with the words. So instead of just like, how do I feel? And you don't even know, this is a, it's a pretty cool and powerful tool to express how do you feel? And the, the way this goes is they kind of layer them so that like, you know, a person might be frustrated and then the, the, the kind of more core emotion is anger. And then they feel at the, at the, at the heart of it, they feel mad. Um, so that, that wheel can kind of gives you a way of expressing it. So if you look at the question, well, how's it going or how are you doing? Don't just say good, just if you haven't thought about it. So think about it. And then it might be an opportunity to think about the answer and then create a little headline. How, instead of saying good, I might say, you know, how are you doing? I'm better than expected. Or I'm finding new challenges every day. Or I am stretching my managerial limits. Now, that one in particular during the early onset of um, COVID in 2020 was one of my go-tos because I was feeling stretched. Um, I'd never managed in that way under those circumstances ever before, and I felt really stretched, like I was getting ripped apart, like I've never done this before, I don't know what I mean. So I felt inadequate. It probably would be a, um, a more concise way of expressing it. So that was just thinking of this question and then coming up with a a very, very short headline, two or three words. I'm feeling surprised at my teammates. I'm feeling um, elated at my recent accomplishments. I'm feeling tired because I've been, you know, and just in trying as hard as you can to stop the sentence. 
so that the person, and this is the, the next thing I want you to think about, is giving the short answer with someone that very specifically is someone that you can trust to care. <laughs> if you're asking that question to a person that really doesn't care, you're just going to get disappointed and you'll feel disappointed. So I think doing this is, is something that for the people that you know, personally, professionally, I would highly recommend telling a person that, hey, I just listened to this podcast and when you ask it how I'm feeling, I'm going to give you a really short answer and I would love it for you to ask me why. And I think maybe telling your coworkers, you might give them a little heads up so you don't freak them out. You know, how you doing? I'm sad. Well, that might be just completely out of the blue. So you might tell a person, you know, I'm, I'm practicing with this, this a brief way of answering the question to see if you can jump into the conversation and ask me why and clarify. So again, these short headlines to answer this question, these questions can be um, ways to start longer in better conversations. So I, I, I did feel nervous doing this because I'm getting into new territory. I'm talking about emotions and that's something that I've done on the podcast before. But it was something that it was inspired by this, this moment where this pastor shared this and I just caught me off guard. It really did. I was surprised. And I thought, you know, this might be a really powerful way to start that conversation with somebody you care about, somebody that's close to you, whether it's at work or not, and be honest. Answer the question, how are you feeling? I remember my sister, one of my sisters was um, talking to a friend of hers, and she's like, how are you doing? And, you know, she said, fine. And then she stopped and she goes, no, no, how are you, how are you really doing? She knew that that wasn't the answer. And then the person said, whatever they said, they opened up a bit. But sometimes not letting a person off the hook could be a way to, to provoke this too, is, is, you know, this might be people around you that you, you, you care about and you really want to know, how are they feeling? How are they doing? What is going on? So that was the, um, the point of the podcast is expressing those emotions briefly. And so you might, you know, how you might be wondering, you know, how am I feeling right now? And honestly, the answer is I feel satisfied that I recorded the podcast. Just saying.